0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: Chinese spy balloon was the big story over the weekend. Uh, floating across the United States. They were afraid to shoot it down while it was over land. But once it got over the ocean, the U.S. Air Force took
0: care of it. Pretty awesome. <laughs> it's like the fastest aircraft versus the slowest <laughs> aircraft. Who will win? <laughs>
1: yeah, imagine the next uh, the next Top Gun movie was... Uh, was like Top Gun pilots at the Balloon Pilot Academy.
0: <laughs> You're a dangerous Maverick. You flew over those hydro lines. <laughs> Permission to buzz the tower. <laughs> you never know if, if Cruz gets a little older and keeps trying to bust yeah, these. Yeah, slow out. it down a bit. Sure. Uh, I, I did enjoy
1: this. Um, Tweet from the York County Sheriff I believe this is South Carolina Uh, Yes, that's no moon There are reports that the Chinese balloon is flying over our area It's flying at 60,000 plus feet Don't try to shoot it Your rifle rounds will not reach it Be responsible What goes up will come down Including your bullets People were out there with their guns Trying to be the one who shot from the ground, shot
0: the balloon in the stratosphere yeah. out of the sky. A couple guys with a bow and arrow as well, yeah. <laughs> believing in themselves. That is crazy. Every once in a while, you'll see, I don't know, a winner of a soccer game or something like that. And somebody will be either shooting a pistol or an AK-7, yeah. AK-47 seven AK into the air. And you go like, that's obviously coming down three counties over. Somewhere oh. it's coming down. Oh, it's raining metal shards. Like, I'm surprised you don't hear more people are hit with, like, a random bullet. Celebration bullets. Yes.
1: On New Year's, like, the like New Year's Eve or anything. Yosemite Sam probably killed hundreds of people he didn't even know about.
0: <laughs> Guaranteed.
1: <laughs> every time. <laughs> <Yeehaw>! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, bullets on the ground did not take the balloon down. It was a really expensive... Chet, like I wonder what the cost comparison is between the missile that hit the balloon and the balloon itself.
0: I mm. can't I can't see that balloon being too expensive. Uh, well, it was built by the government, so it probably cost enough. Uh-huh. Right? And it did float all the way over here from China, so it's like it's a pretty good balloon, I Accidentally, guess.
1: Accidentally, according to China. Got a little off track sure, there. They didn't sure. mean it to happen that way. And my
0: drone accidentally flew into the nude beach. Oh, whoops. <laughs> my bad.
1: The Taz and Jim Podcast. We got Super Bowl 57 coming up on Sunday. And the annual Taz and Jim Super Bowl bet. Did you hear the big news? I have chosen the Eagles. As my pick to win the Super Bowl, that means Jim Kelly, you are now rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs. Can
0: you get behind Patrick Mahomes? Oh, absolutely. One Super Bowl ring, three appearances, I believe. I mean, the guy's been there. What's. Uh, I have all the confidence in the world in him. His ankle looks a little sore there, pal. Nah, nah. Tender at best. Or at worst, I should say. Okay, what is going to happen to
1: the loser here? Well, uh, we mentioned an ankle. Uh, We're going to go a little lower than that with the consequence, the humiliation for the loser of the Super Bowl bet. What is going on here, Jim?
0: Here is the bet. All right. Loser has to post photos of their feet... On OnlyFans or Feet Finder, one or the other. And the winner of the bet, whose feet are not online, gets to keep all the money that is generated, that is generated from the OnlyFans foot website. So Loser has to make a pra- page and a profile for yeah. a foot fetish that features their feet. and Taz's feet or Jim's feet. Yes. And not only that, we will do a professional photo shoot Probably a pedicure, yeah, different gotta kind get of a, backdrops. Gotta get a
1: petty, you gotta paint the nails beforehand.
0: Yeah, like we're gonna do this upright because we do want the winner to generate a bit of revenue because that's what it's all about. Winner <laughs> keeps all the money <laughs> that you freaks are looking at the website for. Hey man, uh, there's nothing the feet are they're a beautiful part of the body. You know? if, if you're paying for my feet, you're a freak. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. They're not good. Taz, I've never seen your feet, I don't think I'm sure sometimes, they're not great. Sometimes,
1: sometimes they don't have to be perfect, Jim They just have to be unique Ah, uh, yeah, yeah A foot for every shoe, they say uh, My feet, eh, they're not bad I'm not ashamed of them I'll put flip-flops on, no problem And walk yeah. around public I have a few broken toes from soccer Yeah I had one incident when I was in high school where I, w- I was in shop class and I was trying to carry three sheets of plywood. So I had one sheet of plywood in between two sheets and I guess I wasn't squeezing hard enough cause the middle sheet slid down directly onto my big toe. Mm-hmm. Um, I started screaming and jumping up and down and everyone thought I was joking because I was a bit of a class clown, believe it or not. Um, But then I took my shoe off and there was blood squirting out of my big toe. So I did lose my big toenail at one point. There's a slight imperfection in it on my left foot. uh, But I'm sure if they buff it up. I'm so
0: turned off right now. Put a little
1: polish. Well, somebody is turned on, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny? I I was talking about this bet running it past a couple of buddies. And I found out that a guy I know, he will remain anonymous started one of these accounts where he posts feet pictures online hmm. and he's made a bit of money and he's not retiring, but he has a supplemental income because sure. he sells pictures of his feet on OnlyFans. What was the one? Feet Finder, you said? Finder. Is that a website?
0: Yeah, I knew a guy, not well, but a friend of a friend who was doing it. I think over, somehow through Twitter, he was doing it and he would put pictures of his feet up there, he'd also like, um he'd play hockey, <laughs> so crazy, when he played play hockey and like he'd sell the socks, the game worn socks, <laughs> so we could do that too, like soccer worn socks, croquet worn socks, whatever yeah. your sport is, whatever you know? we're into, you know your high almost up to the knee socks, your croquet game worn <laughs> socks, Taz, we could sell those, <laughs> okay,
1: yeah. Um, but the loser is the one who has to post the feet pictures, and the winner gets to keep any revenue that is generated from their feet
0: pictures. Yes,
1: 100%. Yeah, Super Bowl Sunday. It's going to be a nail biter, a toenail what? biter. The Taz and Jim podcast.
0: Jim, you went to the movies on the weekend. I did. I saw the new M. Night Shyamalan movie, uh, Knock at the Cabin. Now you're a Shyamalan guy. You'll
1: give him a chance. Any, I think so. Any Shyamalan movie that comes out, you seem to you
0: seem to gravitate towards it. It's like I know in Hollywood they say you're only as good as your last one, but I don't necessarily believe that because, like you know, you can have a couple duds <laughs> and still be good. But what was the last great M. Night Shyamalan movie in your eyes? The last truly great one—I yeah. I, I don't know—Unbreakable, probably. I, I and I, Signs was good, like the Alien one. Signs, I didn't mind it. I was young when I watched it; like I was like grade nine, grade ten, so it might have might have been. The aliens a were bit.
1: freaky in that movie. We lived out in the country. Yeah, me too. Um, right by a cornfield. That's right, and we had a cornfield at our house yeah. as well at that point. And I made my sisters watch that movie, and it scared the hell out of them. Yeah. And then when I'd pull into the driveway, because I was a teenager at the time. I would say, what's that? <laughs> like at night. And then I'd turn the <laughs> headlights towards the cornfield. And, and it just... always looks like something's rustling. <laughs> yeah, it looks like something could come out of there at any second. Are
0: you put the high beams on. Yeah. Did you guys see that? <laughs> Stop it. it. Are those Stop feet? It,
1: Taz. <laughs> I'm telling mom.
0: But I think like, you know, uh, unbreakable, split. Uh, what's the one where he sees dead people? Sixth Sense. <laughs> Sixth Sense? All, all great movies. Yeah. So this one, there's like, even in the trailer, it's like these four mysterious people, they knock at this cabin door and they say, one of you in this cabin has to die, and you guys have to kill the person, or else the entire world ends. The apocalypse is coming, unless you sacrifice a member of your family. Uh-huh. So I love like a good high concept movie, like a good plot, almost like a Twilight Zone episode. But that's all it could have should have been. It was like a 30 minute twilight zone episode because it just like dragged on. And I was hoping I now this may be a spoiler for an M Night Shyamalan movie. This is a spoiler. There was no twist. You're hoping for more more yeah. twists. I was like, "Okay, so where is the twist? Like when is it when it? when is my mind going to be blown or at least is when is like the big question going to happen? Oh, was it wasn't it when when is my mind going to be melted?" It didn't. Mm. It didn't happen, and there was a couple opportunities where I thought it could have, and it could have been an interesting kind of plot or at least send you home thinking something or questioning something, right. but it didn't happen. So I'd give it a—it was okay. Dave is fun to watch cause the wrestler, the big giant man, is, is always good, and he plays like a, a second-grade teacher, but he's a giant of a man. I'd give it a 6.5 out of 10 at best. <laughs> Okay, uh, so watchable, not necessarily something you have to run to the theater. To I wouldn't see. even, I wouldn't even say watch it at all. Number one movie at the box office over the weekend. Good on him I will say one thing that was good about this movie is there was no. I may sound like an old man, but there was so much opportunity for it to be like gory or violent just for the sake of being violent but often it cut away from a guy getting his head cut off or something like that and I go you know what that is nice to see. I don't have to see that every time I'd rather see like the thriller aspect of the movie than just see somebody's face get caved in or you know I feel like a lot of the violence on television is just like gratuitous and that's the only thing saving it this was like it was just violent enough without being over the top so I will give Shyamalan that all right. So, amount hey, of violence Sometimes the violence, if they, if they cut away Sometimes the violence you
1: imagine in your head Is worse than the violence they can show on mm-hmm, screen Truly Messes you up more That was the twist, Jim <laughs> <laughs> It was all in my head the whole time no- Don't go to the theaters uh, is all I have to say Knock at the cabin Mediocre yeah. at best According to our Jim Kelly here This is the
0: Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: This is a fun story, but also uh, I'm sure anyone who's been buying lottery tickets for decades like myself shook their head when they heard an 18-year-old in Sault Ste. Marie, Juliette L'Amour, won $48 million with the Lotto 649 gold ball draw January 7th. It was the first lotto ticket she had ever bought.
2: (laughs)
0: The of course. First ticket. Of course. Wow, this lottery is so easy. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why haven't you guys won? This is so easy. <laughs> oh man, I was reading a little bit about this story, and like apparently she had put it away. She bought it, and she didn't cash it in, like or she didn't check it right away until she heard that the winning ticket was, was sold in Ste. Saint Marie. And then one of her like co-workers who was older than her, went and checked it for her and literally fell to their knees when they found out that they had won that the 18 year old had won 48 million. And I just like pictured myself being the grizzled 45 year old co-worker who's bought a lottery ticket every day since they were 18. This new kid shows up at the office has never worked a full-time job in their life and that day they win 48 million yeah. you're the one who checks it as so you think you, you think
1: they were falling to their knees out of uh, like anger or they were going why god why why did she win and not me
0: i'm guessing it was with mixed emotions
1: uh juliet says i just turned 18 and my grandfather suggested i buy a lottery ticket out for my <laughs> can't believe I hit the gold ball jackpot on my very first lottery ticket. Okay, now you're just rubbing it <laughs> in, Julia. It was so simple. Uh, she says that she's going to finish her studies at school. Pff, yeah, right. Plan some summer adventures. Uh, she's not a sit-on-the-beach type of person. She wants to experience different countries, study history and culture, try different food, and listen to different languages. Well, you can basically do whatever you want there. You got mm-hmm. $48 million. Pretty sweet.
0: This is the Taz and
1: Jim podcast.
0: I wanna see you, Peacock, Peacock. Time
1: for sports with Devin Peacock. peacock, uh, Dev, we unveiled our Super Bowl bet to the public. I'm very excited for this. (laughs) Are you uh, a foot guy? You like looking at pictures of
0: people's feet online, or?
3: <laughs> yeah, Dev. You've uh, you've discovered my deep dark secret. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love the pinky in particular. You a bit
0: of a Tarantino. <laughs> 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 a little pinky toe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: little piggy went to the market.
0: Did
3: he uh, come home with?
1: Yeah the um, <laughs> the uh, the Super Bowl bet is loser has to open up uh, like an OnlyFans account and sell pictures of their feet, and the yep. winner gets the money. I want to. I picked the Eagles. You want to see
3: the feet? I want to I see this so bad. <laughs> Can you even check the page at work, though? I mean. Uh. No, I think we're blocked out of those websites. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. We're <laughs> going to have to do we're it at the to do it culture next <laughs> to
1: <Silver. laughs> yeah, This is, that does not reflect on the uh, company at all. This is just uh, something we're doing in our spare time. Sure. sure. <laughs> For legal reasons. Um,
3: but I took the Eagles. Okay. Are you feeling it or no? I, I don't want to spoil my pick. But um, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I kind of like the Chiefs, to be honest. Oh, okay, I like it. <laughs> we'll give you a couple days to Could think about it. Could be looking at uh, Taz's feed uh, this time next week. Huh? We'll, we'll listen.
1: It's media week. You never know what stories will come out through the week. We'll get your official pick on Friday. How does that sound? Sounds good.
0: I think Taz's feet would look really good with a Hobbit-themed background. <laughs> I just can't wait to pick, pick the themes for the photo Lots shoot. of hair
3: on top, for maybe sure. a, little, a little on the side. So. <laughs>
0: anyway, I don't want to d- dwell on this too much. But. Yeah, get
3: overconfident, Jim. Lots, <laughs> you'll be even more disappointed when the eagles fly. Can I uh, like, make a request for like feet in like, peanut butter or something? Like, oh, what cool. is that? Is you, that a well, thing? Do you, guys want, do you guys want to make money or not? And then... <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> True. Uh, whatever, whatever's the one revenue foot maker. in peanut butter, the other Listen, in jelly. Is no. that you? Don't you don't <laughs> dip your little toe into the foot game, guys. <laughs> you go all in. You go all the way. Uh, you wanted to
1: talk about basketball. Let's change the subject <laughs> quickly.
3: Yes. Uh, so Kyrie Irving traded by the Brooklyn Nets to the Dallas Mavericks yesterday. Kyrie recently demanding a trade out of Brooklyn. And this is interesting for a number of reasons. Number one, the fact that Kyrie wanted out. This really impacts Brooklyn's chances of uh, really going far in the playoffs. Number two, he wanted to go to the L.A. Lakers, uh, but the Brooklyn's owner did not want to uh, give that to Kyrie. So uh, he's gone to Dallas instead. For Dallas... I'm a bit surprised they want to do this because Kyrie Irving is as combustible a player as there is in the NBA. You never know if he's going to sit out, if he's going to play, what he's going to do. So to put him into that situation, the Mavericks made the Western Conference Finals last year. So this is a good team, but it's very Luka doncic uh, focused So adding Kyrie could be fantastic for them, but it could also blow up in their faces. This also leads to the question of, is there an opportunity for the Raptors to say, OK, there are a bunch of teams that wanted Kyrie. Is there a market for Fred Van Vliet to be the uh, the second choice for a lot of these teams and maybe get something back? So there's a lot of interesting fallout that could come from the Kyrie Irving trade. Caw-caw.
1: The Taz and Jim podcast. Arnold Schwarzenegger hit a woman on a bike on the weekend. Jeez. In his Humvee? He was driving something. I'm not sure what kind of vehicle it was, but he was driving his vehicle. And it wasn't his fault because somebody pulled into his lane and he had to swerve to avoid and ended up hitting a person on the bike. The woman who was hit is going to be okay. Her bike's going to be okay too because Arnold took it to a local bike shop to get it fixed. It's very nice wow. of him.
0: Not going to buy a new one, eh? Hey, Arnie? <laughs> Not enough T2 money still
1: rolling around or what? <laughs> Arnold's in the clear, according to the police. They say no crime was committed. But how freaky would it be if you got hit by a, a car riding your bicycle and then Arnold Schwarzenegger got out of the vehicle? For a second, you would probably think that he was a Terminator coming back from
0: the uh, future to eliminate you wouldn't oh, you? Oh yeah you would be like my son is gonna save the world <laughs> therefore Arnie is either saving me or killing me I don't know yeah. but that'd be cool if he reaches down and you're like bleeding he's like come with me if you want to live <laughs> right to the hospital Uh that your bike <laughs> I thought it was illegal if you swerve if somebody pulls into your lane like he wasn't charged with anything but if somebody pulls into your lane you swerve and hit another car I thought you're supposed to hit the car in front of you and that's the rule of the road. Like just like you're not supposed to swerve out of the way for a raccoon or a deer because it could cause an even bigger issue. Right. I thought it was it was against the law to swerve in a lane. So uh, maybe Arnie got lucky, maybe my my um maybe it's just understanding a- illegal
1: is off. for us normies. Sure. But if you're Arnold Schwarzenegger, (laughs) you can do whatever you want. Yeah. (laughs) The Taz and Jim Podcast. Devin Peacock is our sports guy. He's here. And I was thinking about you all weekend long, Dev, because I know how much you love NHL (laughs) All-Star Weekend. And I couldn't wait for your glowing positive
3: review today. It was the worst thing that ever existed on television. (laughs) Ever. Ever. Like, this uh, was—the NHL uh, has—I'll give them credit. They found a new way to embarrass themselves. (laughs) Like, this was just an absolute— gross display of hockey like this was just terrible wasn't everyone having fun no there there was no one in the stands for the skills competition like if you looked at the stands there was no one there the nhl is the only league that decides to have a gimmick for its all-star game on a saturday afternoon like could you pick a worse time like why not pick a tuesday morning to do your all-star game <laughs> if you're going to do that?
0: that i think part of the problem with the crowd was they were split out over like seven different venues they had the guys in the outdoor rink doing the the uh, accuracy shooting against surfboards they had guys sauce passes onto the greens on the golf course, the white pucks, and then they had the guys like actually at the rink. It's too much going on.
3: Also, none of it has anything to do with like what they normally do for hockey. Like go back to what you used to do with like fastest skater, hardest shot, like all the basics. And don't try to get too cute with this because clearly no one in the NHL has any creativity whatsoever hire someone who has some creativity that could do something fun for the kids and leave it at that like based on the 3 on 3 little competition they had for their all-star game on Saturday no one cares about the all-star game not the players not the fans not the league if that is their decision i would get rid of the all-star game entirely have the uh, skills competition on the friday and turn the winter classic Into the All Star Game, but have it as an actual game, and have that as the featured moment of the. So two regular teams
1: playing. You're not the All Stars are not playing in in the Winter Classic. It is two. It's a regular season game.
3: It is an absolute regular season game because what they've also done in Gary Bettman's brilliance is they've found a way to make the Winter Classic stale. Can anyone remember who played in the Winter Classic this year? It happened like a month ago. Uh, Boston and Colorado. I don't know. <laughs> sure, you could convince
0: me. It was Boston and Pittsburgh, I believe. But okay, guys. Most importantly, do, did you guys like Mitch Marner's acting? I oh, have the clip oh, here. Boy. The here he award is. goes to. Hey, PK. We're down in Florida.
3: Did you get me what I wanted?
1: Of course, Mitchy, man. But like, get out here, bro. All right. Where are I'm you? On my way. Yeah, he's talking about cocaine, right? <laughs> <looks like>
0: <laughs> he was wearing a full white uh, Miami Vice suit, and he came out on the ice and did uh, the shootout competition wearing the white suit. I, it was just Crockett and Tubbs. It, it was like
3: pre-recorded. It's a bit much. I'm a Marner <laughs> fan, but uh, that's not uh, that's not what people pay to see Mitch Marner do.
1: <laughs> not his strong suit. I will I will say that my six-year-old son. Loved the mascot game. (laughs) What okay. Was that? Uh, all the mascots played each other. Oh, that's fun. All, all on skates, too? Yeah. <laughs> I, and I think the mascots were trying harder than the players during the All Star game. Probably. Oh, yeah.
3: That's the one thing they can keep. Get rid of everything
1: else. I oh, guarantee Gritty got a
0: five minute major.
1: How about this? They do a mascot game with NHL players in the costumes, oh. and you have to figure out which players oh. in which costume based on how they're playing. I like it. Batman. If you're listening, <laughs> you've tried every other dumb gimmick. <laughs> that could be the one. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Will you love them or will you leave them? Propose now, we're never going to see them. You'll never
2: get down dirty under the sheets. But you and some get four golden
1: seats. Hey, it's up to you. Hello? Hello, is that Terry?
2: Man she's speaking.
1: Terry, it's Taz and Jim calling. We're on the radio.:
2: Oh, my... oh hi. How are you? Good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you up to?:
2: Um, I'm just sitting in my pajamas after work. Oh,
1: what do you do? You work overnight?
2: Um, actually no, I'm kind of laid off right now. We're just a little slow, so I just work a few hours in the morning.
1: All right, very nice. Yeah. Okay, Terry, you've entered our Love 'em or Leave 'em contest. Which means you've been in a relationship for a while and nobody has uh, proposed.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: What What is your partner's name?
2: Chad. Chad.
1: The Chad. Yep. He's been with you for how long?
2: Uh, it's been 14 and a half years.
0: 14 and a half. <laughs> so you put in your time. Yep. <laughs> he, he has uh,
1: brought this up or... He has told you why he hasn't popped the question at at any point, or is this just uh, like something that is unspoken in the relationship?
2: Um, We've talked about it. Um, He's, well, drunk and nice with some friends. He said, well, you know, she deserves the best ring and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I just can't afford that. And weddings cost money. He's like, I can't afford both right now. He's like, you know, Bill's got to be paid. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess so. Now,
1: so- are you putting pressure on him that you guys need to have a big, extravagant wedding or you need like some ridiculous rock on your finger? Or at this so- point, I mean, 15 years, is it, why not just get it over with?
2: So- Go down to the courthouse,
0: as they say.
2: That's exactly what I've said to him. I said, Get me a thousand dollar ring. I don't need no fancy glamorous rock. I just need something simple. I'm a plain Jane girl. And all we need to do is go pay two bums in London 50 bucks to come and be our witnesses at the courthouse. I'll be one of those bums. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the 50 bucks. 50 bucks? Easy money. It's <laughs> a cheap wedding. Like, all yeah. the money we put into the wedding, let's put towards the honeymoon.
1: Exactly, or put into the, the life that you've built together. You guys live together, I'm assuming.
2: Yep, the hey. whole time, pretty any much. Any kids, any pets? Um, we have two dogs, and he's got two wonderful children. Oh,
1: awesome! So you're a blended family, and at this point, it's like it's almost a done deal. You just need to make it official.
2: Well, pretty much. I just say, you know, what is a piece of paper nowadays? That's where <laughs> I've accepted. So.
1: Well, what about four pieces of paper that would get him into a Toronto Maple Leafs game? How does he feel about the Leafs?
2: Well, if he took those, he better take my ass with them.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not allowed. Is he a Leaf fan? <laughs> he is. He is. And so am I. So, But I'd rather the ring does at this point. It, does it
1: stress <laughs> you out? Do you think that there's a chance he may take those Leaf tickets if he's given the ultimatum on Valentine's Day?
2: If he does, then he needs a good kick in the butt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll find out, possibly, because you are uh, one of the finalists here. You have qualified for that ultimatum. We may be giving the Chad a call on Tuesday next week, okay? Oh, my
2: goodness. That's awesome. Thank you.
1: Thank you for sharing your story, and I (laughs) hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day, no matter what happens.
2: Thanks. Same to you guys. There's Terry.
1: Finalist number one, will Chad, if he gets the opportunity, take that $5,000 engagement ring from JB Simpson Jewelers and propose on the spot? Or will he break up with Terry Ooh. and take his buddies to go see a Toronto hockey game with gold seats? Mm-hmm. Will you love or will you leave us? The Taz and Jim Podcast.